Hey everybody, Max Kevin here to live a cute podcast. Not too long. Did everybody have a did you have a cute Mother's Day with your mommy? You say mommy, mommy, happy Mother's Day. Thanks for thanks for pushing me out of your bed. I, I think I, I I think I said the same joke last year for uh, Mother's Day. So I don't want to uh, I don't want to repeat I don't want to repeat the jokes. You know I don't want to repeat the jokes. You know, of course I was a C-section baby, so I can't I can't. Thank mommy for pushing me out, you know. I'm like, oh, thanks, thanks for cutting me out, I guess, you know. Don't cut me out of the will, you know, anyway. Uh, happy Mother's Day to everyone out there, you know. Happy, uh, be, ni- be nice to your mom. Thanks, mom. Thanks for, thanks for raising me to be a, a well-rounded young rapscallion, you know, anyway. Uh, was, uh... Well, they don't, I mean, they have Mother's Day, I think, here in Japan, but uh, maybe it's on a different day. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly. I don't know, dude. I don't speak Japanese. You know, anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, about to go to work right now, actually. About to go to work in like uh, 30 minutes here. Got to go to workies, jerkies. Got to teach the kids English. Be like, all right, kids. All right, kids. Fucking read the god. Do your goddamn homework. Yeah, these kids aren't doing their homework, you know? Like I give these kids homework, and then I come the next day, and they're like, all right, well, did everyone do your homework? And I, and I look at their books, and they just haven't done anything. I'm just like, all right, well, all right, well, I'm going to tell your mom. I'm going to tell your mom you're not doing your homework. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm after after work today, I, uh, I'm going to go do a little open mic comedy. Yeah, open mic comedy at the new Tokyo Comedy Bar. Do a little open mic comedy there, you know. I got a busy. I'm a busy. I'm a busy bee today, you know. Gotta go to work. Then I gotta. After I come home, I got like an hour, and then I gotta go to the. Gotta eat my din din. Then I gotta go to the club there, you know. Do my set. I don't. I don't really know what I'm gonna talk about yet. I'm kind of trying. Still trying to figure that out, you know. And I think tomorrow there's also Japanese, you know. So I, I really gotta prepare that too, and uh, that takes a lot of time because I gotta. I gotta write those jokes in Japanese, and I haven't really done that at all. So. Uh, I'm just uh, I'm just uh, procrastinating, guess. I guess. Uh, you know, when I was um, when I was coming home from work the other day, uh, there's these these people from this uh, this TV show. It's called uh, it's called You Nani Nanishie Nihon. No, it's called it's called You Nanishie Nihonhe. You know, which means uh, like why did you come to Japan? You know, and basically what this uh, TV show does is they uh, like they go to airports or whatever. And they uh, interview the uh, foreign people, and they're like, "Why did you come to Japan?" You know, and then if they're interesting, you know, they follow them around to whatever they're doing. You know, because like some people here are like on business trips or whatever. Some people here for like the karate tournament or whatever. You know, so they, you know, if they're interesting, they follow them around. If they're fucking boring, they're just like, "All right, later." You know, if they're if they're just like one guy's here, it's like, I-, "I came here to I came here to go to the soap land, get rubbed down by the Japanese whores." You know, and they're just like, "Okay, well, you have fun. We're not going to put that on TV." Yeah, this is a family program. You know. Uh, but anyway, of course, there's there's no tourists in Japan right now, so uh, they can't really interview anybody. So I guess they're they're getting desperate. You know, they're trying to just basically interview any foreigner. You know, so they're they were stationed outside my station, the station where I get off here, and uh, you know, so they I, I saw I saw their little they were wearing like these little armbands, and I, and I know the show is pretty famous show. You know, so like I walked by them, and I was I was thinking, yeah, yeah, you should you should why don't you come interview me? <laughs> I'll be on TV. <laughs> You know, so anyway, they uh, they came up and interviewed me, you know, because I was the only white guy at the uh, station there, you know. And then I was just like, they're just like, why did you come to Japan? I'm like, because I like Dragon Ball Z. I want to be like Goku. I want to be a Super Saiyan, even though I don't have any hair. 
you know, maybe I won't be like Goku. I'll be more like, uh, like, uh, what was that guy's name? Was Vegeta's little friend there? Uh, I can't remember his name now. Not Raditz? Not Raditz, the other guy. With the, the bald one. Oh, I can't remember. It'll come to me later. It'll come to me later, but uh, anyway, um... Yeah, so they kept asking me about that, and they're like, Oh, do you have any hobbies? And I was like, Oh, yeah, I do stand-up comedy. And they're like, Oh, wow, tell me about that. So I just told them, it's like, Oh, yeah, we're opening this club. Or not we, I mean, not me. I mean, we, we, the collective we, like we, the... Well, actually, just two guys, actually, you know, they, they're opening a club, you know, but it's the first comedy club in Tokyo, so it's like promoting that, and they're, it's like, yeah, I do stand up, I do stand up in, in English and Japanese, and they're like, oh, can you do a joke for us, you know, which is, that's pretty much every comedian's nightmare, is when people ask you to do jokes when you're, like, not on stage, because, like, the, the atmosphere is totally wrong, you know, there's, there's no audience, you know, they're like, oh, why don't you, you should do a joke, look into the camera and do one of your jokes, and I'm just like, oh, God. Oh, God, this is the worst thing here. Oh, this is the worst possible, you know. But anyway, so I did, I looked in the camera. I did one of my jokes, one of my stupid jokes there, you know. And, uh, yeah, the guy asked me, he's like, oh, it's like, oh, you want to be a comedian? Like, yeah, I want to be a comedian. He's like, oh, what's your gag? You know, because, like, all the, all the Japanese comedians here, they have, like, a catchphrase or a gag, which is basically, it's the same thing that they do over and over and over until it's totally fucked out, and then no one wants to do it anymore, you know. Like, for example, there's this one comedian, he would, like, wear a diaper, you know, that, and that's all he would wear. And then he would, like, get in these poses to where, like, you couldn't see the diaper, so it kind of looked like he was naked, you know, just, like, by the way he was sitting. Like, it kind of looked like he was naked. And that was his gag, right? They, they put him on TV every day, you know, and he would just, like, do a different pose to make it look like he was naked. And he, I mean, the, then they just, they just put him on every day until everyone gets so fucking bored of seeing this goddamn same thing every day until... And then he has to go away and make a new... And make a new gag, right? And that's pretty much... That's pretty much uh, what every Japanese comedian does, you know? They do these, like, one-off jokes that they just do over and over and over until everyone gets sick of them, you know? Uh, so anyway, yeah, he asked me, he's like, what's your gag? I'm like, no, I don't have one, you know? That's not what that's not what we do here. That's not what American stand-up comedy does, you know? You know? I want to actually try to be funny, you know, not just make dumb shit. Not just make dumb slapstick comedy like, like, like it's here in Japan, you know? I actually want to kind of try to actually be funny, you know? So anyway, yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah. Can we come? Can we come film your set at the stand-up at the stand-up bar? I'm like, yeah, I think it would probably be okay. You know, it's not my bar. I gotta ask the guys for permission. Probably be okay. You know. They're like, yeah, okay, yeah. We'll come film your set. And I was like, yeah, okay, thanks, yeah. So then, I, you know, I was going home and I was thinking, hey, this is great, man. Hey, this is great. You know, if I could be on this TV show, that that'd be great. It'd be it'd be great promotion for the club. It'd be it'd be great promotion for me. You know, maybe maybe someone would see me there. You know, see me doing Japanese comedy. They want to maybe I don't know. Put me in their porno or something, you know. That'd be nice, you know. So anyway, uh, when I get home there, I uh, I message the uh, the owners of the club there, you know. I was like, hey, uh, this 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 really famous TV show interviewed me, and they want to come. They want to come film me do my set at uh, at the club there, you know. And the uh, the owner of the club, he's like, oh yeah, they interviewed me too. <laughs> Just like, oh god damn it. Oh god, you know, there there I was like thinking I'd be useful finally, you know. I'd be finally I'd be able to help. Help out this club, you know. I'd be able to help them out. They th they think I'm useful, you know. But then the owner of the club, you know, who's who's way more interesting than me, you know, because he actually owns the club. He actually started the club. You know, he actually had a TV show already in Japan. You know, his Japanese is much better than mine too. You know, they, they also interviewed him. You know, so and of course this show, they basically just go with the most interesting person. So I don't know who are they going to pick. They, I mean, they basically got two comedians, but. uh one of them's just a goddamn stupid English teacher, you know, who sucks at Japanese, and the other one, 
is really good at Japanese, who opened the who opened the club by himself. You know, so uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna be cut from the show. I'm gonna be cut from the show. You know, so anyway, uh, that was kind of a, that was kind of a bummer. Uh, but I guess yeah, I guess that TV show they're like getting really dis desperate to interview people because no one's at the airport. You know, so any hoot, any hoot. Uh, so what else is going on? You guys watch this? You guys watch UFC 274? 274? Oh my god. Oh, they massacred my boy. They massacred my boy Tony Ferguson. Oh, he's dead. He's dead. He dead. He, he dead. I don't know. I don't know what he, he not, he not alive. He dead. Oh my god. You guys see that kick? Oh god. That was probably the, I mean, there's been, there's been some front kick to the face knockouts. Like, of course, uh, Vitor Belfort, he got knocked out twice. Once by Anderson Silver and once by Luiro Machida. The front kick to the face, you know. And those were both pretty awesome. But this one was just fucking straight up soccer kick. Oh my god, it looks so bad. It looks so bad. And uh, and Tony was out. He was out for like three minutes. He was knocked out for like three minutes. I was just like, oh my god, oh no. Oh no, poor Tony, man. Poor Tony Bergson, dude. Oh god, he's dead. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, that was so sad. And, 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 you know, Tony Ferguson, like, he, he lost his last three fights. And he's kind of an old man now, you know? He's, like, 38 years old. And, you know, you, you, even when this this fight was uh, scheduled, it was like, oh, no, Michael Chandler's going to kill him. You know, that's that's basically what everyone was thinking. It's like, oh, God. Oh, God, Tony Ferguson. Oh, Jesus, you know? Uh, but, uh, yeah, in the first round there, Tony Ferguson, he was looking real good, you know? He knocked him down. He knocked down Michael Chandler there. And uh, even though he got taken down, he was doing pretty good from the bottom, you know. He was, he was throwing these dirty elbows, you know. It was look, he was looking like old Tony, you know. I was watching that. I was like, yeah, Tony's coming back, dude. How, if he could fucking win this, oh my god, that'd be amazing. That'd be so great for him. And then second round just comes out, opening 10 seconds, just boosh, right in the face. It's like, oh god, oh, oh. You know, it's just like your emotions, you know, because like you feel like there's no way he can win this fight. You know, so you're feeling down, and then the first round he started doing pretty good. You know, so so it starts it's going up. You know, you start you start going up that roller coaster. You're like, oh my god, he's actually gonna do it. He actually has a chance here. This is actually gonna be a fight here. And then that second round, it's just like boosh, and it's like, oh god, oh no, oh Jesus. You know, anyway, uh, he should definitely retire. He should definitely retire. Oh god, poor Tony Ferguson. And of course, uh, then of course we had Rose Namajunas versus uh, I don't even know her name. Uh, what's her name? I forget. But I, I put ten bucks on Rose Namajunas, and because uh, uh, she's she was a way she's obviously the way better fighter. Uh, there was no possible way she could ever lose this fight, uh, and uh, well, she lost. She actually lost because this was the, this was the most boring fight in all of UFC. There's never been a more boring fight than this one. I think uh, yeah, I was looking at the stats. I think like the same number of significant strikes were thrown in the 25 minutes that these two girls fought. In the, in the half a round that Justin Gaethje and, and Oliveira fought. And I just don't, I don't understand. What, Rose did fucking nothing. I don't know what happened. Well, I, I don't know. She didn't fight at all. I, it, it didn't make any sense. She owes me 10 bucks. I put 10 bucks on her. It, I mean, the odds weren't even that good. It was like 10 to win four. But I thought, hey, free money. Free four bucks. There's no way she could possibly lose this. She's so much more skilled than this other girl. But the, she just didn't fight at all. I don't understand. It's like... You know, she fought like JJ and Wele and and Andraj, you know. Like she's fighting those girls. She's giving her heart out, but this fight she just didn't do anything. I don't understand, I don't understand man. I don't get it, dude. She just froze up. 
It's fucking bullshit, dude. She owes me 10 bucks. If I ever see Rose and Yunus in real life, I'm going to be like, Rose, you owe me 10 bucks. All right? What is that fucking bullshit, dude? I mean, this is going to be easy peasy for, uh, yeah, Carla Spotter is her name. If uh, Whaley, Whaley or JJ, if they ever fight Carla Spotter, they're going to beat the shit out of her. I mean, I, it's not even, even going to be close. She's going to lose the belly. Uh, I can't believe this, man. I don't know. Maybe Rose lost her mojo, but if if Rose ever fights again and wins the belt again, I think she might be the first. It might be the first time a champion has lost the belt twice and got the belt three times after losing after losing it twice. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but we'll see. I don't know. Something's wrong with her. Something's wrong with her with her head, man. Uh, then of course we have the main fight there: Justin Gaethje versus Charles Oliveira. And uh, uh, yeah, that pretty much went how I thought it would. You know. Justin was doing real good on the uh, on the uh, on the boxing there. He knocked down Oliveira twice. It was looking, it was looking, uh, it was looking, uh, it was looking pretty close there, you know. Yeah. And of course, uh, Oliveira, he was real good in the clinch there, you know. That's not, that's what I thought was probably going to happen, you know. Is uh, Justin Justin was going to hit him? He was going to get him with some good boxing, but then you know Oliveira might get in the clinch there, get him with some dirty knees. Oh man, dude, Oliveira hit him with this like. A bunch of knees, like one of these flying knees right to the head. Oh, God. Oh, man. Such a dirty, such a dirty flying knee to the face there. And, uh, yeah, and then, of course, it choked him out. That's pretty much, pretty much, uh, how I thought, what I thought was going to happen there. Everything that I thought was going to, you know, I didn't make, I didn't make a prediction podcast, but, uh, I know I'd, there's no record of my predictions, but basically everything I thought was going to happen was going to happen, even though I have no evidence of it, you know. I, I pretty much, uh, I predicted, I predicted it. You just gotta take my word for it. You guys just gotta take my word for it. I predicted everything that was gonna happen. Except for Rose being a little bitch and not fighting at all. I didn't predict that. Anywho, Tom. Yeah, that, uh, good, good day of fights. Good day of fights. I think next week we got Polish Power versus Rakic. Uh, yeah, anyway, that should be a good one. Anyway, I, I gotta get ready for workies jerkies over here in Japan. You know what? Anyway, thanks for listening, man. I'll see you tomorrow.